is still Death Do Us Recap. I'm Britt. I'm Tim. And we are recapping Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Season 11, Episode 17. A Tale of Two Accidents. A Tale of Two <laughs> Accidents. Uh, okay. I mean, off the top, I'm just going to say I didn't feel like this episode was like super enlightening or life changing, life changing or explosive. Um, so I feel like this is going to be sh- short, but I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because we tend to be able to ramble on about literally anything. Um, okay. So the episode starts with everyone receiving their fanciful invite from the butler delivering a PK's rose. friend, it says. <laughs> we oh, got really? to dress up like that. a butler and deliver the... Invitations to the evening of romance for (laughs) Dory Bridal. Um, And then we go straight to Kathy Hilton's house. And it's Rinna, Kyle, Erica, and Kathy doing like a spa hang. And I have to say, I was like, I was caught off guard at first that Kathy was hosting this so soon after her dinner party from hell with these exact people. I was like, huh. Yeah. I mean, she knew she wasn't, she brought the in group, if you will, um, and knew that there wasn't gonna be drama. Right. So yeah, I just thought it was hilarious how they were getting wrapped with (laughs) gold. Like, I don't even know what those were, but that is like next level in home. You know, we, we we will watch our shows sometimes with our um, our little face masks, if you will. But this was the full if spa treatment. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I know. I wanted to be them. And like Rinna and Kathy are just living their best life. And Kyle is stuck awkwardly with Erica in the other room. And I just I do feel for Kyle a bit with this because she's because she's straddling where she's straddling right now. She keeps getting stuck in these rooms alone with Erica when you can tell she just doesn't know what to say at this point. I don't really feel bad for her. I kind of feel that she's been talking out of two sides of her mouth with this whole situation. And so, you know, like, deal with it. Yeah. Uh, I could have died when Kathy is being talking about her third eye trying to locate her third eye <laughs> and then How do the you producers get the third eye that's what she said. the producers like so where is the third eye chakra and she's like oh you know i mean i think uh, when you meditate there's an ohm they give you <laughs> Which I'm like, that sentence, there's so much, Kathy. And then she's like, you know, when they talk to you like that, you know, I just, I just tune them out. (laughs) (laughs) You're like waiting to know where it's going. Like, what are you going to explain to us about the third eye? And then she basically admits like, Oh, I don't pay attention to any of that shit. (laughs) Exactly. I died. Oh, my goodness. Okay, but in the side room is when we get really the central story of the episode. We get a tale of two accidents, if you will. We get a tale of two accidents. This is when 
Erica, you know, Kyle's like, how have you been doing? And Erica's like, well, I've just been going through so much. And then you can tell she's like trying to decide if she's going to say, and then she just starts rattling it all off. Someone broke into Tom's house and he confronted the burglar and went to the hospital and had to have eye surgery. And then my son rolled the car five times on the way home in the snow. So I've been dealing with a lot. So I've been dealing with a lot. It's the way that she delivers these yeah, stories. Yeah, so irritating. That, that uh, contributes to the fakeness of it all. Yeah, it because feels that to, much more unbelievable. As I was watching this, I was thinking about how I would tell this story if it happened to me. And just her whole deadpan it's just bullshit. Like the way that she presents is bullshit and she's not giving herself any like favors because it just seems so ridiculous, plastic and fake. Cause it's like, if, if all of those things really did happen to you, why would you be expressing them in this way? Exactly. Wouldn't it be like, Oh my God, like you're not going to believe this shit. Like it has been the most insane week. So blah, 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 blah. The way she explains it is like, okay, so huh, my day was crazy. I had to go to the grocery store. Lines were super long. And I had to pick up the kids from practice. A burglar came into Tom's house. He confronted him. Tom had to go to the hospital. My son, oh, my son rolled his car five times. Yeah. And then I, you know, had to make dinner. And it was like, no, 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 no. You can't. No. This is. I know. Can't. There's something that feels very attention seeking in its own way when you tell a story, like it just feels so inauthentic. You're like, nobody tells stories like this. Exactly. Like when they've actually gone through something horrific. Slash maybe they do, but when they do, it's not a cute look and it doesn't really like lend itself to people feeling like connected to your story. It just sort of like throws everybody off. Totally. Uh, This this was so... Okay, wait. So then she says... So the Pasadena Police Department apparently called her at three in the morning, but she didn't get it till six in the morning. And then I'm literally writing in all caps. It was snowing in Pasadena. And then the next second, Kyle's like, it was snowing in Pasadena. And she just goes, he lives farther out. I'm like, wait a second, farther out. we live in Southern California. Like, where does he live? Big Bear? Like, It's got to be. Okay, so I did a little bit of research. I tried to find out where Erica's son lives. Okay. And I was unable to get a location. I then did some research about the weather on January 22nd when this occurred. Wow, good job. Yes. And there was a week of storms that, that week. And it was a lot of, like, cold rain in L.A., and apparently you could get some lower elevation snow, like around 1,500 feet um, in like Santa Clarita Mountains areas or kind well, of like Well, I think out. of it like, okay. Grapevine. In, in Riverside, yes, once in a blue moon in the winter, like you might wake up with like frosty grass when it's super cold. But it's like it's melted within hours and there's nothing like, I'm just like really – he crashed. He flipped his car five times in a Southern California flurry. Who and he's no. from New York, I believe. So is probably well averse in traveling in snow-like conditions. 
I'm just trying to put the pieces together here. It's weird. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't also, make any fucking sense. According the to the Pasadena police, there was no confrontation that Tom had with this burglar. Yeah. According to what they said, Tom was asleep in his room, heard something, called out to, like, thought it was his son, I think, called out, didn't hear any, like, kept hearing rustles, did not hear a call back, and then it was like, but there was no actual confrontation between Tom Girardi and this burglar the way that Erica tells the story. That did not happen. Okay. Surprise, like, fucking surprise. Does that I mean, make sense? What yeah, I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So then we have the, I mean, to just like sort of build on this, it's pretty hilarious. This double date night at Dorit's. Oh my with God. With PK, Mauricio, Kyle, and Dorit. And it's funny. I think that Dorit gets a kick out of sharing these stories with PK in front of everyone because she knows that PK is going to like have some hilarious opinions. Um, and Mauricio and PK together are really fun. It, what do you just, think uh, odds that they um, partook before dinner? Oh, I know. I thought the same thing. I'm like, did they take edibles? Did they smoke a joint in the backyard before this? I am, I'm pretty, pretty sure. Yeah, Mauricio's <laughs> face appeared as, as such. Um, okay, it just needs to be said. Absolutely repulsive mayonnaise or... I'd live for the fact that PK calls tartar sauce tartar sauce. Who puts mayonnaise and tartar sauce on salmon? This is why the Brits. This is not aren't fish known, and chips. This is why, like, the Brits aren't known as culinary gods. Yeah, because no. I'm sorry. That's disgusting. It's just like that's upsetting. Like that was a beautiful. It's salmon. Summer You're salmon. like you said. Yeah, it's salmon. It's not. Fish and chips at the pub. Yeah, past the tartar sauce. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so the girls. So Kyle tells Dorit this insane story that she just heard at her sister's house the other day. She tells Dorit this in the kitchen. They go back to the table. Dorit's like, PK, we baby, baby, my love, my love. <laughs> That's oh, I hate that. I get so tired of hearing. I know, my love. Who was at the door, my love? <laughs> so good. I feel like we're both really good at our Dory imitations when we do that. We've Um, had a long time to prepare. And she had a very orange face, I have to also say. We've got to like chill out on the fake tanner, Dorit. But okay, so we're sitting at the table. She brings up this story and PK is just like, this is the most insane, ridiculous bullshit thing I have ever heard. He's like, at this point, oh, because then Dorit's like, also, baby, have I told you about what she told us in La Quinta about the this accident he was in a few years ago? And then she proceeds to tell that story, the one that makes no sense about when he apparently totaled the car in the backyard, there's, in the montañas. There's too many fucking <laughs> car no accident sense. stories. And he's like, literally, of. statistically, you cannot flip your cars this much. Like, there's <laughs> something... Just not statistically possible with all of this. Um, I did think it was interesting that, like, his big takeaway, I mean, him and Mauricio are calling out, like, there's just lies everywhere. None of this makes sense, you guys. Come on. And the girls are like, well, we don't know. We don't know. But you can tell that they are getting a kick out of the – it's like the guys are have less to lose and they're only on a couple episodes 
And so like they're getting sort of a gleeful delight in the fact like their husbands can say what they're really feeling and they can just continue to be like, oh, really? You think PK? You know? Yeah, totally. It's you're, it's total being able to do both things. Because yeah. the husbands are saying everything that you kind of suspect they're thinking and feeling. Because right. they're going along, they're laughing with it, having a jolly old time. Yeah. But they can still, to Erica's face, you know, whereas the guys don't care. Like, PK at the dinner is like, so are you going to tell Erica about our joke? Oh, my God. And Kyle's like, shut up, shut up. I know, I know. <laughs> um, one thing I noticed, Kyle needs to do a better job of, like, keeping Mauricio in the loop with the gossip. Yeah. He had no idea. Any of this. Any of this. Like, there was ever an accident. I'm like, compared to PK and Dorit having date night, drinking champagne and eating caviar, talking about this whole Erica thing for an hour, and Mauricio's completely left in the lurch, has no idea that, like, Erica Jane has ever been in a car accident. I'm like, come on. Well, he's not as into the goss as PK. Well, I just think. He uh, doesn't care it, as much. It, it disappoints me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so the guys are definitely making the girls question themselves, but they refuse to, like, fully accept publicly. Um, but then it was funny. I mean, I was just dying when PK was, like, once he heard about the accident three years ago and how, like, originally it had been an ankle surgery, and but Erica now it's want... brain damage. And he's like, oh, yeah, we've got a 79-year-old lawyer with a head injury, but please operate on the ankle and not the brain. <laughs> please, like, not the not brain. He's not a soccer player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Um, so, I mean, that's, like, that's the... Big Erica takeaways, wouldn't you say? Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then they're all at the launch party the next night at Dorit and PK's house. And I mean, Sutton and Erica were on their best behavior with each other. They did not like I was waiting for something to go down and between them and it didn't. Um, so Let's just a few more things that came out and watch what happens live that I'd like to talk about so that we can then like move on from Erica. So we had Rinna on Watch What Happens Live again with Sarah Paulson. So that was really, I was intrigued because I'm like, okay, she's coming back for a reason because she got so much shit after the last time she was on it. Um, and Andy asks her, I mean, everybody like is very frank with her, like about how the fans just don't understand how she's so adamantly defending Erica and he says, like, what did you think of that story, you know, of the break-in and the surgery and the son flipping the car? And she was like, honestly, if I had heard it the way that everybody else heard it, I understand why it sounded ridiculous. But for me, I actually got a phone call from a close girlfriend, a.k.a. Erica, within the day of this taking place, reacting in real time to it. And so for me, like receiving that story in that way, it wasn't that unbelievable to me because my friend was actually calling me like in need and distraught, you know? So that needs to also be considered. Um, and then just some interesting takeaways. They, they, so the reunion has been shot as of this last week mm -hmm. and Andy and Rinna both say 
that Erica answered 98% of questions asked of her and that new information does come to light and new stories and like explanations for things like, yeah, that like it went surprisingly well. So, Mm. I mean, I'm just dying to know. I was just so bummed when Rena was like, or Sarah was like, oh, when do we get to see that? And Andy's like, five weeks from now. I'm like, oh my God, we're five weeks away still? Goodness, Glacier. Um, can we talk about Erica's hair hoop ring? <laughs> yes. That is the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It doesn't really make sense for me. I hate it. I was repulsed by it. I saw it in the car when she was talking to, I think, Kyle on the phone and made a note and I caught a glimpse and I was like, oh my God. And then she comes out in full force. It looks like a fucking horse or something. Yeah, it's like a bowl ring. And it's, it's a bowl ring. Oh with a dangling hair extension. That go. Oh, it is not cute <laughs> at all. I didn't love it either. I don't get it. I don't. I just, I just, I just didn't get it. Um, It makes no sense. I know. I don't understand what the point is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So Dorit is having her big bridal launch party, which honestly, this might be the most successful endeavor that she has partaken in since we have seen her, you know, between like Buca de Beppo and (laughs) the Capri room at the Buca de Beppo (laughs) in fucking Van Nuys or something. Still so great to think about. Uh, Buca de Beppo, beachwear. What was it called again? Body beach. Uh, I Body don't know. Beach where I can't. You're I'm asking blanking. me to keep track of every well, every housewife's idea. I thought you would remember business it. endeavors. But anyway, this seems like an actual, like the most legitimate thing that she's I, done. The rollout was really smart. Get what I think she had like five dresses. Yeah, get five dresses. Boom. You're not launching. Like it just it ups the quality, and uh, up. Yeah, I, I like I like it. Good job. Good yeah. job, Dorit. So we're proud of her. The event itself was beautiful. I don't understand why everyone was having such a hard time getting up these fucking steps. Yeah. Like every single person. I just really didn't get it. I'm like, it, it's not even like about the fact that they were wearing like pencil dresses to the ground. So I just didn't really understand that. Um, Harry Hamlin came. Uh. And he immediately went into it with Erica and that made me really uncomfortable. And he's like, you know, yeah, life is filled with vicissitudes. (laughs) I was like, what is a vicissitude? I I literally tried to write it and spell check could not figure it out. It was like he was reading letters to a young poet. Real (laughs) K. Some like some proverbs. (laughs) I know. Um, Okay. So obviously the main thing at this party is the fact that Dorit, here we go again with Dorit and Garcelle. I'm just, I'm like, Dorit, let it go. Oh, because Kyle brings up, I guess Garcelle had gotten interviewed that day 
about how is it going right now. And Garcelle this is, got interviewed at, right after the Rena Beauty event. Right. Right after the Rena Beauty event where Dory came for her in front of everyone. And really no one did have her back except Sutton. And I don't blame her for, for like, yeah. So she was, she basically, Kyle's like, well, you got everyone up in arms today, Garcelle. And you can tell Garcelle looks like she's going to poop her pants. And she's like, well, what are you talking about? And then Kyle's like, well, you said we were all coming for you. And then Dorit just seizes the fucking moment. And it's like, now why would you say that? Why would you say that? And she, Garcelle's like, well, interesting that you would ask me that because you did just come for me in front of everyone a few days ago at the party. And no one backed me up except Sutton. No one stood up for me. So, and then in her interview, she explains like, look, yes, that was right after that event. I was very heated. I don't know. I, what do you think? Um, once again, this just looks like another situation where they're coming for her. I don't think that the way that Kyle kind of like brought this out was very classy. Yeah. Um, but it is Real Housewives. Stuff like this happens. You got to roll with it. I I'm okay with the re, with um, Garcelle saying that. I kind of don't think that you're really doing yourself any favors because you know that that was like the interview, like on Ellen or something. I guess so. Like you know that that's gonna get out, and so if you're already on the out group and you feel like you're in the out group, I'm not saying it's her responsibility to fully. No, I get what you're be saying. Be on the in group, but you're kind of you're not you're not helping yourself yeah, by saying that. Yeah, you're not. Now you're definitely not like, putting out the, the fire. You know, right? Um, but then we have Dory. But the, but when it comes to how this whole situation plays out, I'm totally Team Garcelle. Yeah, for because sure. Dorit is it just she's a twat, dude. I don't understand the way that she she just keeps going back to. If you're feeling something, tell us. And I'm like, she has. That's all she does. She says it in real time. You don't like it. It pisses you off. Then you get upset. And then you say she doesn't tell you things in the moment. And it's like, what are you talking about? She's the only one besides Kyle, which is why this annoys me a little bit. Like, Kyle, you know exactly what Garcelle is talking about because you have been in her position. With Dorit. With Dorit. Have her back for this specific thing. Because she absolutely, you know, her whole thing is like Garcelle with the jabs. And I'm just like, okay, by jab, you mean when she makes direct comments in front of everyone about something that bothers her about you, you can't deal with that. Exactly. She's a thousand percent. She broke it down perfectly. Garcelle said, I am not allowed to have an opinion that you guys disagree with. Right. And that's where this issue's that's where the issue's coming from. Right. And Dory is just harping on first this bullshit thing about you if you're feeling something tell us, if you have an issue tell me and I'm like literally she does Dory and she ha- she's one of the only ones that has. Um I feel like I'm missing something here. Like the way that Dory is well, and then she's doubling down of like, we have not outcast you and we have blah, 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 blah. And Garcelle's like, it's just how I feel. Like, this is how I have felt recently. 
how can you tell me that that's not true? You know what I mean? Like you don't have to agree, but you can't say that I'm blatantly wrong. She, I mean, and then it's not even the title. Oh, oh, we'll get there. It's not even the, the, um, it's not even what Garcelle is saying. It's the break, this breakdown of, um, what am I trying to say? Of how they communicate. Dorit thinks that Garcelle, and this is this is the thing that makes me upset. Dorit thinks that Garcelle is being like passive aggressive. Yeah. And I'm like, no, she's, she's telling you every single time, like that whole Rena thing. All she did was own every single thing that she said. There was no passive aggressiveness there. And that's what bothers me. We're not even talking about. It's like, do you even know what con- that means? We're not even talking about the content of what Garcelle and Dorit are like. What right. her opinions are, what their act, what the subject is. We're not even talking about that. We're t- Dorit's talking about the way that that content and information goes back and forth between them, and it makes no sense to me. I know. I'm I know. so and lost then and we get by this. the line that it feels like she's been writing for the last week in her diary to come up with. I speak four languages. Breath. I loved when Garcelle was like, good for you. And this makes no sense in any of them. And then takes it a step further in her confessional. Oh, and start speaking, saying, I don't understand in various languages to reiterate that she does indeed speak four languages. She is very multicultural. And how dare a woman of color not freaking love her? You know, that's what yeah. it feels like. It yeah. just feels like I thought we were going to be buddies and you were going to make me look good. And you have called me out directly and embarrassed me. And now I have to take every moment that I I can to remind people that like, I am a very worldly human who lots of other people of color like, and I am very. And I'm the victim in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. So she just, I can't. Dory embarrassed herself in my opinion. Oh yeah. I mean. But I love, wait, can we, I love then Rena's in her confessional. And Rena's definitely very salty towards Garcelle. Um, And she's like, commenting on how she heard Garcelle say, no one ever takes my side. And she's like, if I feel there's an injustice going on, I will say something. And I was like, oh, that is rich, Rinna, coming from you. You are sitting with Erica right now. Uh, uh, it's, it's, a jo- it's a joke. up. It's a joke. I can't. But I did think it was funny. So then... So Dory just like won't let go of the fact that it's a, it's about the way Garcelle is saying it, right? She's just not being something enough in her, in the way she says it. So Kyle jumps in to try and do some translating and is like, sometimes you just have to in the moment, just be like, shut up. You're talking too much. And that works for me. I do that with her all the time. And Dory decides to be like, yes, she does. And Garcelle's like, okay, if that, really? Okay, I wouldn't think that you would. That is hilarious to me. Do we remember early this season when they were all at a luncheon and Kyle wanted to talk to her 
about or made like one comment about how she is super long winded. And this is literally leads to Dorit, like not speaking to her for a couple days, needing to pull her aside in a room. It's just like, I was cracking up at the idea of Dorit. It's like Dorit wants to see herself as a certain kind of person, but she's not that kind of person. So the hilarity of her acting like she would be just completely fine and chill and understanding. If next time she's talking too much, Garcelle says, shut up, Dorit, is hilarious. There is not (laughs) a chance in hell that that is her preferred method of dealing with confrontation. No. No. She would be saying the same thing. She would be having, she would be spiraling and going, I don't know why she's- I feel attacked. Why Why are you attacking? That's what it would be. She's such a little victim. I can't deal. (sighs) I mean, I'm trying to think, what has Garcelle really done to anyone? I know. Like, what has she done to anyone where- it just, you know, like we can have it in, in group, out group conversation. You know, she feels that way. Okay. Other people may probably see it differently. I'm just wondering, like, kind the way that people don't stand up for her, it makes you think that she has hurt a lot of these women. But to my recollection, there isn't anything. Garcelle has been wronged more than she has wronged others. Yeah. I think it's And that- I'm wondering where this lack of sticking up for her is coming from. I think that she just hasn't gotten close enough to most of them. You know, I think that they were all very intimidated by her at the top of the season. Nobody really closely bonded with her last year because of the whole Denise shit. And I think people started the season intimidated by her, but hoping that they could get closer And then I really think that that La Quinta moment with Erica was this huge, I think that we were starting to get there. And I think that Garcelle really was starting to get softer, open up more, connect more with some of the women. And then that happened. And the way that no one saw, like no one gave Garcelle the benefit of the doubt in that situation. And, or if they did, they didn't really like stand up for her. They just stood by in silence. And I think that that, is a trigger for her, you know? Yeah. Um, she's pretty much said as much that she does have trust issues. I and I think she... that ever since then, she has made multiple comments about feeling on the outs. Yeah. Dorit's come for her. I think that every time she says that, the girls, because they never got to that point of closeness, they don't feel motivated to rally around her. They'd rather be like, what? What are we doing? How could we do anything differently? We still don't. You're not really letting us know. You. And I guess they do would feel wronged by like the comments that she made to Ellen. You know, like that. Doesn't right. Well, that's just a very closer. broad statement. Yeah. She didn't even get specific about one person. She makes it seem like the entire cast, you know. <sighs> it's just disappointing because I really like Garcelle and I just don't know if she's going to fully like find her groove in this group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Other than Sutton, she really doesn't have any. Well, and like, I think that allies. Kyle thinks that they keep getting like closer 
And then something like that quote comes out. And then Kyle's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, okay, maybe not. Never mind. Or like at the Haitian dinner, how she brings up the money thing a year later, you know? Which, yeah. So it's like, I don't not understand. Like if I was Kyle, I'd probably be a little bit confused. Yeah. Hmm. But if I was Kyle, I also wouldn't be this attached to Jorit. But part of that, I think, has to do with the fact that their husbands love each other. Yeah. Which, just side note, so there was, like, a guy's talk moment at the event. And, like, all we hear is PK telling everyone that, oh, I'm not in real estate anymore because I lost all of my money. Why'd you leave real estate? I went broke. I lost $2 billion. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know that all that legal shit that happened yeah. meant that. I'd I have still, to do, like, a, deep, a, a I know. deep dive of PK this week. We've never, like, fully – I mean, they dealt with that situation basically the opposite of Erica. Yeah. And so they – I mean, they handled it in such a way where we really never did. It never spiraled out of control in terms of what information – we had access to or yeah. like it really scandalizing itself. Like they got out of that pretty scot-free. So that was just interesting. Cause you're like, Holy shit, that's a huge amount of money. And how was that not a big deal? I mean, clearly he wasn't defrauding victims. So yeah, it was a court. It's corporate stuff. Right. But um, just random side note. Yeah. Um, Kathy other- Hilton's husband, will he ever come anywhere? She's married. Yeah. Oh. That's she married into the Hilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I assume. I Maybe I'm wrong. But no, I'm pretty sure she's married. Mm. Um Okay, well, he's never anywhere. Yeah. Um Harry Hamlin booked a role in Canada. This is just interesting to me because we were such big Harry Hamlin stands. And then actually had fans reaching out, sharing with us. This is like weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Sharing with us like maybe there's actually all this juice about Harry Hamlin that we were unaware of. Which is that it's like apparently a lot of people have reported that it's like an open secret in this wealthy community in Canada. That every time Harry Hamlin goes, I think he's from there. Every time he goes back to shoot, he is like notoriously cheating on Rinna. Yeah. So that was weird to me when, you know, we found out he booked a role and he's moving to Canada. And I was like, oh, no. Interesting. I know. I uh, mean, she still is married to Richard Hilton. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure he just has absolutely no interest in being on TV. But it's like, for all intents and purposes of us as viewers, like you just thought, you were like, does she have a husband? Because that's how little we hear about him or ever see him. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would think running the Hilton. Dynasty. Dynasty (laughs) would take up some time. Yeah. He's not in the backyard growing zucchinis. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Playing guitar with his acrylic pinky nail. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Kathy not knowing who Bernie Sanders is. (laughs) Who is this old man everyone's posting? Is this the new elf on the shelf? <laughs> Pretty good indication of how much she knows about the world. <laughs> She's just floating in her own yeah. universe. Yeah. Literally. I will give you a pass, Kathy. 
I know. Um, we'll give you a pass because you are Kathy. We meet Sutton's boyfriend. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't get much, but we he's... Don't really, yeah. They seem sweet together, and I was, like, just in shock that Sutton was dating. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. Speaking of which, Garcelle... I'm a little bummed we haven't gotten to see... I feel like we've gotten teased with this matchmaker stuff oh, yeah, a couple times over the season. Yeah. But then nothing comes of it. I mean, well, we did. She sat down with them again over Zoom and, like, talked about options. But, like, it's not going anywhere. I thought, like, we were going to get to watch her in action dating these guys. Yeah. I better get an, a Garcelle date in the next five weeks mm. before the reunion because... I think we deserve that. We're invested. Crystal's basement renovation. Oh, yeah. The golf simulator. Oh. That is literally Your heaven. a dream come true. Yeah. The million dollar basement renovation. And she had to dig into the ground because her husband is so tall that his swing hits the basement ceiling. <laughs> so they I had to that, dig naturally. deeper to accommodate. Oh my His god! Golf simulator. simulator. Oh, that is living. Yeah, that, that is, is living the dream. Yeah, that is a lifestyle. Okay, well, I kind of feel like this was a little bit transitional mm-hmm. this week. Um, it was fun to get people's opinions on things, and but like basically with the husbands <laughs> and this new stupid story. But beyond that, there really wasn't anything explosive. You got to get a poll, a yes, no on the gram about this, uh, this hair loop. Ooh, okay. I yeah. need to know what the people yeah, say. Yeah, we want to know what the people say. What, so, do, what do you guys think about this, this dangling hair extension? Maybe I'll have egg on my face. Yeah, you might have egg on your face. That's okay. I don't know. But people right. hate Erica right now, so they'll probably just hate anyway. Only one way to find out. <laughs> okay, see you on Instagram and TikTok. Um, thank you for bearing with our sound issues last week. Um, we are still figuring it out, but I think this one is going to be much better. Yeah. Have an amazing rest of your weekend and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.